Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Welcome back to the WFO Life Podcast. Dr. William Curtis here, and I welcome you to another episode of our podcast where we try to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. I'm flying solo today. Chris is on assignment, and I had a short topic that I wanted to cover with you, something I think about a lot, and it's one of the tools that I use in my arsenal. Uh, when you know, I call it a tactical thinking skill, and that is the value of prioritization or, or the value of priority. I, I want you to understand that when I talk about this, I mean, priority deals with the concept of what comes first. Or maybe what is the optimal order of events or actions to proceed in order to accomplish any goal or mission? Of course, that fits very tightly with this podcast, which um, seeks to help us master any life mission. So there's lots of types of priority. If you think this through, I think probably the most important priorities would be what I call the big life priorities, the BLPs. This would include water, food, shelter, maybe security, safety, faith, health, family, career. You can see where that's going, so et cetera, et cetera. So we also, under each of those, could have maybe work priority. So like at work or whatever work you have, you would have a different set of priorities depending on that task or project. So again, you could have project priorities. You could also have family priorities. And maybe those are different from person to person. So they're not always, I don't think they're always the same. I think that's something unique about prioritization is that sometimes priorities could be different depending on how you're looking to solve a problem, your timeline, your resources, or or challenges you're facing. And then maybe maybe there's also like fitness priorities. Like everybody has a fitness priority. For instance, for me right now, I, I think my cardiovascular fitness and my mo- my flexibility are my two things that I need to prioritize. Why is that? Well, that's just the way I'm made. That's the challenges I have. I have flexibility issues, so therefore I need to prioritize mobility work on a much higher level than I do say maybe strength work. Even though I do do strength work, Um, That seems to come easily, and I seem to do just fine with that. And then cardiovascular fitness is, you know, as you get older, is always an uphill battle, just, you know, trying to maintain your activity level and uh, keep that uh, in the top two or three priorities when it comes to health. So those are kind of examples. And I guess um, maybe there's a downside also, like, to not prioritizing. So let's, let's think about that. If you live your life, if you're sort of going through life not really focused or even aware that you should be making priorities, and believe me, I've been one of these people sometimes, and I certainly in my medical career, I often talk with people that have their priorities all mixed up on like multiple levels. And what happens when people don't have some basic prioritization or that tactic being employed in their thinking skills day to day, they just become ineffective. They, they don't get things done. And you see a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted energy, 
wasted money. You also see people that become disorientated in life. They sort of lose their way. They lose track of what they should or should not be doing based on a situation where they get disorientated and they lose their way. And this can happen, you know, this can happen in a lot of different uh, situations. For instance, I mean, you know, uh, marriages and families can lose priority. And when, you know, family is not high on the big life priority and you're married and have kids and a job and things like that, if you don't have family as a high priority, then what happens is sometimes you can become, you can lose your way and your relationships suffer. So that's, you know, it's another negative consequence of not keeping priority to maybe loved ones or family activities, those types of things. And then, you know, finally, I mean, just failure. I mean, if you fall off your, you know, the priority list of, of the biggest things that you can accomplish first to get the most effect, if you're, if you're kind of bumbling around not focused on what you need to get done, or you have your big life priorities all backwards or out of out of sorts, you end up in a situation where you might not ever get to the goal. I mean, there's lots of people that, you know, maybe maybe they don't prioritize very well, so they spend their lives sort of bumping along, uh, doing things, being distracted, those types of things, and they ultimately still are doing a good enough job that they ultimately are able to accomplish what it is they hope to get in life. Or maybe they fell off a path of, of focus and then come back to it and they do enough of the highest priority activities and they sort of regain the ground that they lost. Hope that makes sense. I like to think of prioritization as a mindset, a tactical mind tool so when we run it as a filter in our in our daily thought process, it, it's it's a way to help you always work to finding the next best step. Because a lot of times, you know, I, I do a lot of online coursework where I, I create digital content that I hope will help other people. And a lot of it's health related. Some of it's uh, a, a bit maybe related to sports or leadership, things like that. But what's interesting about that process is a lot of times I, I have these great ideas, you know, and it's like, oh, got to do this, got to do that, you know, and and I, I start writing things down and I've, I've got notes and I'm building lesson plans and all these kind of things and I'm putting it online. And then I, st I stop and I realize, hey, wait, 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 this seems like a good idea to me, but have I done the first best step, which is, uh, is this something somebody else wants? I mean, I might be interested in this topic and I might want to create a course or, you know, that type of thing. But what if everyone else isn't really interested in that? Have I asked my customers? I have asked the, the people I serve if this is even a priority for them. And and often I've been surprised by that. I've, I've created entire courses and spent hours and hours and hours, weeks of my life putting content together to realize that nobody cared. And... It wasn't something that other people valued. And that's a, a very, very healthy reminder to always look at every situation and find what's the next best step. It also works if you're stuck. So think about 
Think about a situation where maybe you're at a project that's really big. You've got a lot of moving parts, maybe a lot of different people working on a project, and maybe everyone's brainstorming, and it seems overwhelming. You ever had that feeling where you feel like, man, I just don't feel like I, I know where to start. I just I, I felt like if it just got started, I'd be okay. Well, sometimes it's best just to back up and say, what's the biggest thing I can do right now, best first step to get moving? Boom. Take that first step. Preferably, if you're really stuck, is to try something that's small, that make this meaningful that you can make a little bit of progress on. So then that creates a little momentum. You've got a little, you know, you've got a little step completed and you can say, okay, step one is done. Now, what's the next biggest, best step? And a lot of times when you're starting a project, just picking some of those, you know, small steps that lead in the right direction, not distractions. Uh, uh, these need to be things, again, the idea of prioritization as a mindset and a tool is that you're sort of looking at everything that you could do and you say, what would further this project to completion first? That's that's the tool. And you could overlay this on everything you do. It, it's a tool that if you could run it as a, if we were like computers, which were some to some extent our brains work this way, you would want to run this like a subroutine, like a spell checker. Spell checker for your thought, right? So you're you're want, you're gonna cook dinner. Uh what would be the first, you know, highest priority thing you should do? And you got that subroutine running in the back. Well, first thing I gotta make sure I got something thought out. Maybe I maybe I'm gonna make some chicken and I gotta have it thought out, right? So I'd need to start with that because if I don't thaw the meat out, nothing else is going to get done. That's an example of a first step in a highest priority situation. Now that's a really, that's a really easy, like, you know, okay, fine. We could apply this to almost anything, changing your oil, you know, uh, you know, doing a small project at work, cooking dinner, run prioritization as a tool as, as far as a, uh, in the backdrop of your thought process, right? Just always be having, what's the next best step I can take? Let me give you a bigger example. Things that I have seen in my life that uh, are big examples of how prioritization really matters, and it can be life or death. When I was a third-year medical student, I was first doing rotations in hospitals in the uh, University Hospital in San Antonio, and one of my first nights on call, you know, y'all, every student starts taking call and kind of learning what it's like to be a doctor. And one night I was serving with the trauma team and a very busy hospital, University Hospital San Antonio. And this guy comes wheeling down, you know, the paramedics are working on this guy. And I could see him from the end of the hallway. They're up on his, they're up on his, uh, you know, they're trying to start IVs as they're running down the hallway and I can see blood trailing down, you know, just spilling out from this gurney and all the, the trauma team swoops in around him. And this, one of the paramedics comes in and he sees me standing there and he has this big black bag, black plastic bag, and he tosses it at me. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is my job. You know, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a student, so I'm not really leading the charge here, fortunately, at this time. Uh, but I'm there trying to learn and be helpful and figure out, you know, what's going on. Well, the guy throws me this, this bag, you know, and it's about two and a half feet long. So I don't know what it is, but I noticed that the patient is missing a leg. So I look in the bag and I realize, man, this is the guy's leg. And he still had his high, Nike high top. I remember he had Nike Air Jordans on. And, but his leg is completely severed off and it's, it's in this bag. 
And I'm standing there with this thing. I pull it out of the bag. I'm thinking, do I take his shoe off? Do I not take it? You know, I don't know what. I'm lost in this moment of like this guy. I'm holding this guy's leg, right? Well, fortunately, the team that knew what they were doing were working on the patient. And that's when I started to learn how prioritization can be uh, something that can be absolutely, well, absolutely is life or death in many situations. So here I am holding this leg and I'm looking at this guy from the t- head of the bed here, the, the back, the, the, t- uh, the toe of the bed actually. And I can see these legs are, you know, they, they were not even working on his leg. And I was so distressed by that. I remember thinking, how are we going to, how are we going to get this leg back on? Or how, how are we going to, are we going to attach this? Do I take his shoe off? And, you know, I was really confused, but here's the bigger picture. The patient is not breathing. He has no heartbeat. And though I was very transfixed by his bleeding limb, he did have blood coming from his leg and the shredded leg, this was not his number one problem. This was not, if I worried about his leg and if, if the team in that trauma team had have decided to start, let's, let's really focus on that leg, let's get a tourniquet or let's do this, let's really focus on that leg, and we forgot the airway breathing circulation priority that we're all taught, um, then this guy's not gonna breathe. If he doesn't breathe, his heart will never beat. If his heart doesn't beat, he will not circulate it blood and so on and so forth. You get my point with that. So it's one of these high priority situations where there is a right and wrong way to proceed. If you proceed the wrong way, then the patient dies. And I don't remember what happened with this patient, to be honest with you. I don't think it ended well, but I, I, it, it served as an, uh, you know, a situation that's just vivid in my mind that we had to pursue a certain pathway. So what did they do? They intubated him. They got airway to him. They controlled his airway and they started giving him oxygen. Then they have CPR going and then they, you know, and then they try to give him blood and fluids. And at the same, you know, after those two things are in place, yes, there is someone, another team member that starts addressing, you know, obvious bleeding limbs and things like that. So again, very dramatic, maybe, I don't know if that was a good example or not, but it stuck out of my mind of the value and sometimes life altering situations that we can get face, you know, face that priority matters. And I I think, you know, if Chris were here, I'm sure he has examples of, you know, from, from, you know, his military service and, and things that, you know, have to be done a certain way. I'm sure when you take off in an airplane, when you, you know, anything that you do, there's a right and a wrong way to do certain things. And many other things, complex projects, multiple step projects, phased projects, especially when we're talking about creative things. Well, that situation, you know, there's a lot of ways that that sometimes projects can be done different ways. And that's where it helps to be able to work with other people, listen to ideas, and be flexible in our mindset but flexible and always looking for what makes the most sense to do first to get the biggest bang for your action. So how do we develop this tool? Number one, first, we need to understand what our basic priorities are personally. In other words, what do you stand for? And what do you personally hope to accomplish? Well, maybe in your life, with your family, with your finances, with your job, uh, there you know just you gotta start with you, and this comes from reflection, 
And this comes from maybe spending time taking journaling notes of what you find important. Second thing you probably want to do is look at your family, your job, your health, your finances, and, and see how your actions in all of those areas fit with what you have as personal beliefs and goals based on your you know big big picture big life activities your priorities are does your family does your job does your health or your finances are they being managed or or actions being taken in those areas that are in alignment with your personal beliefs and goals and what should you be doing first in each of these areas? That's another set of notes you could take. And you could do this over time, but it's it's time well spent because it's time figuring out where you want to go and how to best get there. You know, there's a saying, I think it was the caterpillar in oh the Alice in Wonderland. And I think Alice was trying to find out where you know where she where's the next step where do i need to go and and the caterpillars made a comment so well where would you like to go and she says i don't and alice says i don't know and she goes well if you don't know where you want to go then it doesn't really matter which direction you go and that's very very true i think i paraphrased that but that's the gist of it is yeah if you don't know where you want to go then really you're kind of lost you don't really you know it doesn't matter where you go because you're not going to get where you're planning because you don't know where you want to go so think about writing these things down in a journal and reflect on these as priorities. I keep a ongoing, I use a thing called Taskmeister. It's a piece of software. And what it does is it allows me to make uh, projects and reminders. And I can even do repetitive reminders. So I could put a task in that says, hey, Curtis, uh, make sure you look at priorities and reflect on those. And I, if I wanted to do that Q2 weeks, I could just put it up and it pops in as a little reminder. Hey, every two weeks, boom, it pops up. And I go, oh, okay. And, I, and a lot of times I can attach like my little journal to it, my digital journal. So I can go in there and say, okay, yeah, where am I at with those? Okay, man, I'm off the, I'm off the rails on that one project. I need a, my, my life does not reflect where I want to be based on what I said my priorities are. And the more you kind of put that into as a as a something you're going to cycle through and look at periodically the more you will start to take action day to day in alignment with your personal values your personal mission and you often will be much clearer what the next best option will be so so then the next way you can apply this is be careful cuz you're going to have things that come up in life that are distractions distractions could be that shiny new car you want to buy it could be, um, uh, you know, a, um, you know, uh, multiple projects at work, or maybe you know your boss is throwing on a couple of projects and you're you're distracted by one. It could be trouble at home. There's there's all kinds of things that could be distracting. And a lot of times, I see this a lot with finances, and I know I've been distracted before. On, uh, like on finances, you know, you want to save money, you want to get ahead, you want to invest, you want to, you know, kind of strengthen your financial portfolio. And then something comes along that you just got to have a want, right? It's very important during these times for the for the people that are most, you know, looking to get ahead in life. Does this distraction, this new activity fit or derail me from my primary and highest priority? 
I also see it a lot when people take on things like, um, I don't know, like church activities and sort of things that uh, their friends ask them to do. But it really, you know, have you had that feeling where you're like, man, I really, I want to say yes to this person because I think what they're doing is valuable and I would like to say that I'm a part of that because it would make me feel better about myself or whatever. Well, the reality is that doesn't, that project or that issue that they're asking me to be a part of does not fit with my main priorities in my life. And so sometimes we take on tasks and projects and agree to things that we just don't fit. And it's a great source of unhappiness and frustration because what happens is we end up not accomplishing what we have as our highest priority. So just remember when people ask you, it's an honor that people ask, hey, will you do this with me or for me or give to this situation or you know that type of thing? It's always, it's always good. And, and to, to acknowledge that and be grateful that people think you have skills or could benefit a situation. And you should be thankful for those opportunities. But you also should be aware that sometimes you need to say no to those opportunities if they don't fit with your true mission. And only you know what that is. Elon Musk is a great example on a high-profile situation of someone that really talks about priorities. If you've ever read any of Elon Musk's work, remember this is Tesla, SpaceX, um, you know, multi-billionaire guy that's uh, going to put us on Mars uh, eventually. His life goal is to, you know, die on Mars. He he wants to go. He's going to make sure we are a multi-planetary species. That's his stated mission. What's also interesting, though, is he says that he uses every decision he makes in his multiple companies, including his uh, Tesla, which is the you know electric vehicle uh, company, and of course SpaceX, which his primary job is to you know uh, get get space travel you know extremely routine, and and his other environmental companies and and things like that. His every decision he makes in these companies, he says he runs through a filter, and that filter is does this decision get me closer to being on Mars? Yes or no? And if it doesn't, or that decision for that particular company doesn't get him closer to that, then he, he chooses the one that does. Very powerful. And this is from you know, a very powerful businessman. So you want to focus on reflecting on your values and your priorities personally. And then you need to decide and act with the highest priority of the effectiveness and momentum, you know, of effectiveness and momentum. In other words, what's going to get you the most? So, folks with the WFL Life podcast are aiming to master self, master craft, accomplish any life mission. By definition, prioritization lies at the heart of any great mission. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Failure to prioritize leads to failure to execute efficiently. You may get there, but more like a hamster bumping around in a maze rather than a deliberate biggest step first approach. Okay, I hope this stream of consciousness was helpful for you. And I hope that you will employ this thinking tactic more and more often. And if this sparked you, let us know. Chris and I love hearing from our listeners. We look forward to getting feedback from you. And, you know, of course, if there was something that this impacted you or helped you uh, maybe think about a problem differently or accomplish something, love to hear those kind of things. That's what we live for here. So if you're looking to prioritize your health, start with how you fuel your body. 
The human body runs best on real food, good fats, proteins, and fresh vegetables. Limiting sugar and highly processed carbs is a must for optimal health. So if you are prioritizing health, check out the healthy nutrition course found within the Future Focus Health Network. There's going to be a link I'm going to put in the show notes. This course teaches simple and fundamental truths about nutrition and gives examples of how whole food diets can improve your health. Plus, these courses help support this podcast and our mission to continue providing quality content to our listeners. So I hope you'll check that out. I hope you'll join the conversation inside the Future Focus Health Network, specifically inside the WFO Life Tribe. And as always, it's been a pleasure bringing you this information. Touch base with us. Have a great week.